Welcome to Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hello, Jess. Hello. We're back in, in IRL. I know. Hopefully we don't have COVID since everyone we know has had it. Wow. Lordy, lordy. What a time. Look who's COVID. almost 40. <laughs> COVID is having a blast it's, in our social circle it's right now. running through people. It is partying its way through the east side of LA. Uh, you know what it is? It's the upfronts really, yes, really got a I lot heard. of people sick. It's funny because all the actors were there, were vaccinated and testing every day. And then there's like hundreds of advertisers who were wearing right. masks, but, but not at all the parties and stuff. Of course. And I think and the actors can't because they're literally there to like do a dog and pony show. And show their faces and take photos. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. The amount of like, it feels like a, yeah, a time warp. The amount of texts that have been like, we have to cancel dinner. I have COVID. I mean like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, where it's not even like, oh my God. It's like, okay, cool. Let me know when you test out uh, yeah. and I'll come say hi. But yeah, we're we're kind of like like I don't I'm like too nervous to ever be like we're the last women standing. No, I don't, don't want to say it. Us. I don't want to say it. So I didn't say it. We so. didn't say it. It didn't happen, guys. How have you been? I'm goodish. I think it's a weird week yes. for everybody, and I don't think I need to remind anybody why. No. I think it's like just a really strange week. I spent m- most of it at my parents' house in Pasadena. Everyone has been so nice too. The amount of like just really sweet messages, and mm. yet again another sweet week of people being like. Just thinking about you. As far as what Rinna said, <laughs> and I like to really, look. We're complicated. We I have, love the tone so much. But it, no, I, it was it was a it was a sad week. Before it was a super sad week. Just like my dad went to Scotland, went to my uncle's funeral, gave his eulogy. We got to watch streaming, and which is a thing I didn't know was a thing. It which, became very much a COVID. Yeah, thing. Yeah, of yes. course. And I was like, but what that meant, especially for us, so we got up at six and watched it, and it was, and it was like so sad. But the craziest part was like, my dad has lived in the United States for like forty-five years or something. You know, Whoa. he's moved. He moved to his, in his twenties. You know, and so he's from Glasgow, but he has this sort of like soft like hello Jessica like this sort of soft voice you've heard my dad yeah it's not like a harsh accent so he's been there for a week and he gets up to start the eulogy and it's literally like my brother Alan was and me and my sister were like live texting because we were like oh my god there's dad we were like live texting at six in the morning and she was watching it at her place and we were like oh my god it was like that sounds crazy it was like what it means to lose your brother and we were like oh my god also, I find like whenever I have we've had family funerals, it definitely feels like we never kind of like it's the our because everything is so serious, our family jokes around and has the yeah. most fun in those moments. Like yeah. because it's like nothing else really matters, so so you might as well like, you know, me make, and my sister were like definitely it you've was gotta make light of your dad doing a fat bastard impersonation. It was so and like it was just so intense. And then there was an added Scottish layer because my mom is, and I mentioned this and some people really came for me that I didn't know the details very well. My mom's very obsessed with Outlander. I almost said Highlander. Outlander. And so that was like the, what we did for the week was like, I would just watch like two episodes a night with her. And it was one of those funny things where I was like, this show is silly. And then fully by the time I left, I was like, I'm obsessed with Jamie and Claire. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what happens. And 
it is everyone has said this it is porn like it is like literally it was that funny feeling from being like a teenager like you're i'm just like me and my mom are sitting in her bedroom and like just like he's eating her out oh she's like giving it's really 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 graphic and it was just that thing where you're both searing forward just like I'm turned on. <laughs> oh, hope mom can't read my thoughts right now. <laughs> it's really good. It's so sexy. It's like sci-fi romance. And I, everybody knows the show. But um, I mean, I didn't. I, I don't know that I. I don't know that I could add it to my plate anyway. It's it's not even in the top 200 things I think I would watch. I felt the same way, Marcy, and my mom would not stop. And like, I would never have watched it were it not for this. And I'm, now I'm like, I think you might like Well, it. here's the thing. I bet I would. It's still not making the top 200 <laughs> other things I, I no. should have watched yeah. or should be watching. So... <laughs> It's that thing. It just, it, it came we, in we sideways. Watch 20 hours of reality television a week. I don't even watch like non-reality TV anymore. No, but not at all. I'm telling you, it was really, what a fun feeling just getting really horny next to your 75 year old mom <laughs> and going to bed. <laughs> uh, good night. I'm going to uh, uh, sleep with the radio on. <laughs> but that's a lot of me. How are you? I'm good. I So I downloaded Hinge and Tinder mm. this week just out of curiosity. I'm ecstatic about this. And can I tell you, these men are lying about their ages. <laughs> they are out here lying about their height. They are lying about their ages. And I, I, unless men are no longer getting better looking as they get older, if they have like hit a sharp decline all of a sudden and that could be true because women but like these men they're like i'm 38 it's like you are 49 (laughs) you fucking lie you lie you are a liar not that it really even matters it's just like i think they're doing it so they can date women who are like younger younger yeah that was what i was just gonna ask you because i was like i feel like men get such a pass on age and that women are so not discerning but it is like that thing of if you're 21 or, or even or just something. like 28, yeah. that like, that like a 45 year old's like 27 is not that young, right? Yeah. Like it's to, yeah. it's to be able to scoop down into the younger. Yeah. But I feel like I have a good attitude about it. One is that I hate them immediately. Like I already <laughs> hate them. So like, good, whatever. But two, I, I, I like, I was like, I'm, I'm very happy. I actually don't need, like, I don't have the strongest urge to date. But like partnership kind of is like a thing yeah. I'm remotely interested in. And like, but I'm like, someone talks to me like the other night, someone talked to me for like two hours and I was like, well, can I talk to you later? And then they have it in, in like a few days. And I'm yeah. like, I literally don't care. That's so This is a nice. stranger that I bet I'm funnier than. I was going to say. Sorry, so, that's rude, guys. That's really rude. I don't think so. I think it's, I was literally about to say, you know, this is a hard thing that I don't want to come down on people for, but I do think the world is divided into good and bad texters. Yes. And. I don't want to shame bad texters. I, if I'm being super honest, I'm married to one who's not a great texter. I'm not that good at texting. I was going to say, I think you are a great texter and you're very funny. Like, so I know it's not texting, it's your messaging. But I was like, these guys are in for a treat because you're, you're always funny. But I think you read very much how you actually are and like mm-hmm. how funny you are. So I think it's great and that they're very lucky yeah this one get to chat with let me tell you this one guy i made a joke about the beach boys and then he started asking me if i knew this about the beach boys this about the beach boys this about a beach boy and then i was like wow 
I had no idea I had stumbled upon the biggest enthusiasts of the Beach Boys. How did I do this? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's that kind of stuff where I'm like, I'm, I'm not feeling that. I guess it's just desperation, yeah. which has haunted me in my 20s and 30s when it came to like relationships. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't really feel it. So like, whatever. Well, to be like, this is an added, this is a potential added bonus. It is not like a completion piece that exactly. I have to square away. Exactly. And be honest with you, maybe three days a month, I even care about men. And it's <laughs> really directly related to ovulation. <laughs> I think all the time about how pitiful it is to be attracted to men <laughs> like the shame i truly feel like i was thinking of it oh, in outlander because he's like has a hot sexy body and i was like i guess i'm really horny for the show now that i've heard myself talk about it i'm like jesus christ your get a grip. you haven't seen your husband in a few weeks that's true know? that's true but i was like because he's got a hot sexy body too just oh like outlander thanks for reminding me oh, is it hot in here i'm gonna take a quick cold shower but i was like drooling over his bod and I was like oh sometimes when I'm like reminded that I'm just like so biologically straight you know like against my will and I'm like oh this is the I'm like into this this is so uncool it's so <laughs> embarrassing in 2022 to be like yes give me a, that white man Ugh. give me that big beefy body Ugh, like the I'm just of it we're of a different time I <laughs> uh, can't get back those days well let's get into news yes well congratulations to all of us Kravis have tied the knot thank uh, for the third for and the third. maybe final time there's no know. way to know we don't know it was a fun I do here's the thing there's a lot to say about the wedding I do think uh, certainly in a in a weird time it was fun seeing photos like trickle in yes. and the outfits trickle in yeah. and like it was so like lush and opulent mm -hmm. and like the whole sort of like uh, it, I mean the, what was we now know like essentially a branded deal with Dolce & Gabbana which is problematic we can talk about that too but on a very surface level oh it was just fun and beautiful and them like taking boats out to this like cliffside ceremony uh, i will say and i said it to you not very punk rock of travis to <laughs> sell out to dolce and gabbana i think now that we're into the season and we'll get to when we get to the show i'm like mm, this guy sold the fuck out i mean maybe he's always been that way though maybe i think it, it's like he is you can't be like a multi-millionaire like 10 times over and then be like fuck punk dude <laughs> <laughs> like it just it's not i don't i just don't believe that yeah i don't believe that he is so i don't think you can be yeah a lot of people also you can't be blink 182 i think and be like fuck society anarchy i think it is i mean that's why nothing is harder i feel like than like aging punks and rockers and like you know when that is like those are youth identities i think about with it when it comes to musicians including like country to rap all of that and then and stand-up comedians those specific jobs where you're supposed to be commenting on your real life and yeah. it is you talking about your experiences, the more famous you get, the worse you're going to get at your job. A thousand percent. I mean, granted, maybe it's also like just being older and out of touch, but it's like you can't talk about the every the average Joe's experience anymore. You don't have it. 
if the purpose of like art is to connect with people and create the feeling of like they're singing about my life, they're talking about my, they're observing observations I I relate to, and you live in a bubble of only yes men and bajillionaires, like yeah. your art cannot function in that way. Now, then, granted, there are people who are so talented that it doesn't matter, but that's when you get like people singing or you know or, or rapping or whatever it is about like stand up about like how rich they are and how yeah. the rich people problems you're like it's funny because you're good at this or yeah. it's clever and it's you you rhymed well or yeah. what a good uh, honky tonk lyric i don't know <laughs> but you're like that's that i guess that is true talent but also you're like eh, it's not the same as it was I think it, it's impossible to maintain. Anyway, but it so was, that's the big point of this. The Kardashians are no longer uh, grounded, I guess. Yeah. Now, my mom called to ask, like, what do you think about the, the dress? Well, I'll tell you, I didn't like the dress. I like Courtney's ceremony dress was I don't not like anything Courtney's worn in about a year and a half. Yeah, I just to me, this aesthetic is not very authentic feeling on her. It feels like a costume. It's felt like a costume since she started dating Travis. And yes. like, I think she is cool and has good stylists and stuff. And it's like, but it just doesn't read. It just looks exactly like what it was, which is like a pretty like what is it chuggy girl who like started dating a punk rock a rich punk rocker and then bought a bunch of doc, doc martens and like so to me it's very avril Lavigne. and i think courtney has probably the least defined personal style maybe yes. to me to me comparatively and so yeah i mean there was stuff that was cool i like that like blue edged veil from like one of the early like the short veil there's mm -hmm. a photo of her and i love the huge white veil like mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool and that it was the replica of his tattoo but chloe was killing it chloe looked amazing i thought like chris's dress was honestly my favorite yes, yes i yes. thought chris looked better than everybody oh absolutely uh, I, I thought the decor the overall look of the kind of wide wide angle lens of the whole ceremony i was like it looks it looks cool it looked really cool like but there were some big misses i big think big misses also did you see people were like how dare they give such a small portion of yes. pasta <laughs> the little twirl there was like a, a little pasta station like a cannoli filler like a old italian man filling fresh cannolis Look, and all you need is a spoonful of pasta there's gonna be other stuff to eat don't worry i thought it was like very it's not olive garden it's cool man it's, you're at a fancy celebrity wedding i thought it was like overall their the whole thing is their wealth is problematic all the stuff is true dolce and gabbana are very problematic yes racist R racist homophobic terrible uh, history i don't like know all the ins and outs there's but tons you know what i probably won't because it's, i'm not into i'm not into the fashion houses anyway it's so. all i'll say is it's two prong is that they like not only have made racist clothing and, yes. and like and oh. insult and they had an ad campaign that was like a racist ad campaign that basically like made them like shut down their business in china like china like it was it was a big deal for uh, the chinese consumers and then but then there's literally stories of like stefano gabbana like the actual designer like put like saying and commenting racist things on instagram That's in dms and like wild and they like sued diet prada that instagram account who kind of like hold a lot of fashion designers to task it's a lot of stuff nobody needs me to relitigate it oh we were talking about this word earlier. the word relitigate but they're bad and they have been trying to it was which is why this is a genius collaboration 
it was such a savvy way to like just brand an event but it like worked Mm -hmm. it looked correct like it felt sincere to like this sort of aesthetic that courtney and travis have fostered so it was like as far as like a for an advertising standpoint yeah i can't imagine a bigger like i was reading something about like if you actually look at the like reach of those posts the like reach of the like tags and the brandings it's like maybe could be considered the greatest like fashion campaign ever. Now, might we say that they have decided to uncancel themselves? <laughs> yes, it's exactly. Also, my favorite part is that they're like, no, no, we um hosted it. We hosted it. And I think that's a very important word for everyone to hold on to. Because it's the first time most people have ever heard that. You know, there's these stories. Mariah wrote an incredible thing a couple years ago about like Priyanka's she got in a lot of which trouble was a so very that, big deal <laughs> yeah. but it was like about it, but the, the crux of it was about Nick Jonas and Priyanka having like a branded fully sponsored sponsored wedding, wedding. but that like was about Amazon like, even yeah that was all about the lead up you know and then the wedding has always been sort of this like more sanctity around it yeah so I think that this is like the idea and everybody was saying like this is so Chris Jenner to have like found a new frontier basically of business yeah to and be because people have they've done birthday parties like that and so now to be like you can get our christening yeah yeah when they have their baby you yeah and we'll host it i'm talking like that phrasing i was like oh this will be a whole thing yes and it's like that is i mean legally i don't know where that falls in terms of like ftc guidelines but also it's international so like i don't i don't it's interesting i cast i i don't know enough to cast the judgment on it but i'm positive it's not good Oh, I think it's very bad, but I think it will be. But it's a sign of the times. It's a natural progression uh, in terms of like, you know, that's a part of my job and my work is this concept of quote unquote native advertising. It's called the idea of Mm. like things advertising that feels endemic to platform like you. It's where you're like getting tricked into watching like an ad on a plot on like TikTok or Instagram. That's that's or Facebook or anything. It's it's called native advertising. And that's what all influencers are trying to do, right? Is get the money, but make you watch the ad and not think that they're creating content away from what you come there for. So that's why, like, if in that sense, the wedding, I mean, I I couldn't stop looking at pictures and videos and was like going to everyone's accounts and like every one of those is like an ad. They're all tagged Dolce & Gabbana. Every single one is tagged Dolce & Gabbana. And we're looking at their outfits and everything. And I was like, this is insane. Uh, so not to mention the dogs they used to have called I Gabbana. R.I.P. R- R- Gabbana. Now, Robert Kardashian, Rob Kardashian did not attend. Uh, Who else didn't Caitlin attend? Caitlyn did not attend. And of course, Caitlyn did not attend, though. I know. It, I still sometimes was like, it is so crazy like that. It is. It, it made me sad, you know, in terms of the severity of the break in the family. Like at the end of the day, that it speaks to what Caitlyn did to the relationship. Like that is who that's like who raised Courtney for a lot of her yeah, life. Not her total, not raised yeah. her for her whole life, but like the idea of like your it's her first real wedding. I don't think she should have invited Caitlyn to be clear. I just clear. don't think she likes, I don't one. Courtney doesn't even like her actual blood relatives. A hundred percent. Why? She has no loyalty to anyone in that family. And I think, but I think that's not even her own children. Hardly. No. So like, I feel like that's why I'm like, of course she wouldn't invite Caitlin. That woman, she doesn't care. I just feel like it was clarity on the break and the like separateness of the family. Cause I think they've tried to be like, look, we're all at Caitlin's birthday dinner. But Kim would invite Caitlin. I believe. Yeah. Chloe would not. 
but I believe Kim would. Yeah. I just thought it was like, cause Kim's more diplomatic. Yeah. And I think it doesn't, Courtney doesn't give a shit. Also because Caitlyn will go talk about it somewhere. Yeah. You know, Courtney doesn't give a shit. That's why she, that's why when we get to the episode, she hasn't mentioned a word of anything to Scott. She doesn't give a shit. She's just like, (laughs) I'm done. Goodbye. Here's my new life. I've created a whole new personality. It's yeah. I don't know who, otherwise it felt like most of the familiar faces that I would have expected. None of the fathers of, or, like no yeah, yeah no, no no scott no travis no kanye no a tristan mm-mm. and but we did have a Corey. people were like where's Corey? Corey was there Corey was there with devin and kendall walking into the wedding so yeah well it was very fun i was having i was like enjoying it like a little I show was busy at another wedding that's right yeah it was a big wedding weekend big old wedding I weekend felt like i was like watching well if you're gonna get married in may you can't do it on memorial day weekend because i yeah. mean you can if you want to but boy people are really gonna complain about it oh yeah we did labor day and i remember we were like well it's the end of summer right <laughs> but it was like a huge and that was just because that was the date they had but yeah people don't like having a vacation they're weekend. like that's my vacation time great i guess i won't go to the lake now you i i don't know if there's anything more to say about courtney and travis but god bless god bless them bless them bless them both now you sent me this and i i didn't mean to shoot you down so harshly but actually our former network reported that gary and daisy from below deck sailing yacht made it official on instagram you sent it to me and i immediately said that's not accurate (laughs) Because what what it was, I think the assumption came from the fact that Barnaby posted mm-hmm. our new newest member. Well, not the newest, second to newest member of Below Deck posted a picture in the car with Daisy and Gary in like the, the front seat and then him and Kelsey in the back seat. And he put seeing this gorgeous couple in London today. Love is in the air. Yes. Heart faced emoji and then tagged them all. So I think and everybody then there were a was bunch like, of like kissy photos and stuff. Yeah. And like, but I was like, no, no, this is the long con. I knew it wasn't real. And then she made it clear. Yes. She was like, you know, everyone was really excited. I'm putting the rumors to rest. Yeah, are- I know the rumor mill went into full meltdown at the weekend, but we are still not a couple. We are just good friends who still fight a lot and then make up. <laughs> I want it to be true. But here's the thing. After this week's blow deck, I'm like, no, don't ever. I do think he's a menace. (laughs) I think he must be stopped. He must be stopped. (laughs) He cannot go on the way he's been going. He needs to go to jail. I agree. I don't even believe. I'm not positive that I believe in jail, but I would put someone like Gary in jail. I put him in horny jail. Yeah. A full predator i would yeah chemical castrate that guy (laughs) (laughs) he needs to be stopped stop him he can't he (sighs) we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there well we didn't cover this but dr jen and ryan slash ryan have filed for divorce yes happening they are over it feels right. It feels good for both of them. They don't like each other. They got married for very superficial reasons. They have no care in the world about either. They both have bad personalities. That was the only thing they had in common is that they have bad personalities. Yes. <laughs> they both need to go find someone nicer than they are. I know. They're just... It's so hard, too, because, you know, like just not everybody translates on camera, but I, the fact that it was both of them just were such like sour feeling people. 
And yeah, that like, and look, it's the stuff like it's been said a million times. This is what can be good about couples going on reality TV. Yeah. It purges it. Yes. You have to look at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think you could have looked at that season of OC and not seen two people who absolutely fucking hate each other. I mean, not since Kelsey and Camille have we seen such an obvious end of a marriage. Yeah. I'm happy for both of them. I think that that is a win and it's hard for kids always, but ultimately a better, like those are people who without knowing the ins and outs, they should, I don't think they should be together. I think it will be a bad divorce. I think he will try to take many things from, actually, I think he's, he's actually got a very successful luxury home rental. I really felt on the rabbit hole. I looked at a lot of those houses. They're really nice. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask who has been the least surprising divorce of Housewives and the most surprising divorce. Oh my God, what a good question. I'm going to go ahead and say my most surprising divorce was yeah. Ramona and Mario. Yeah. I didn't, at least not most surprising, but like I, the, oh, you, you didn't see it coming exactly. Yeah, they felt like, and, uh, I mean, we did find out in Morocco that Psychic was like, there's another woman. She's like, he, she means Avery. She means Avery. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't think we talked about that video. Did you see that was getting posted of like, Ramona and this woman like that she is clearly run into at like a restaurant or something and it is like a haunting video I could barely watch it where she's like it's like on Ramona's Instagram and she's like it's like her filming her and this random woman being like tell them what you told me and it's this woman being like you are a role model an inspiration it's like i don't even remember exactly what she says but it's this woman like out Say it of again her on camera and it's literally just oh she's like drunk i mean i don't know what's going on i assume they're drunk it's just like it's like ramona filming and making this woman like compliment her and it's haunting also did you see sonia this weekend just stomping around without a uh with i looked shoeless but they were flip-flops yeah stomping around talking about things she doesn't like in new york <laughs> She <laughs> like scaffolding. I know I'm in New York when I see scaffolding. Anyway, so Ramona. Okay, Ramona. Yeah, I think Ramona and Mario also shocking. I'm running, trying to run through who really blew my mind. Or well, I'll say most obvious to me is Cordell and Portia. Yeah, I I didn't follow that that era or that much. Then followed very quickly by Kenya and Mark. Yes. I think an obvious one was Don and Vicky. Don Gumbelson and yeah. Vicky. Yeah. He really hated her ass and it yeah. was very obvious. I guess all I see are obvious divorces. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another oh, wow one. I guess Erica and Tom kind of, but then it all makes. Like, yeah. Bef- that, but that was shocking. Before at the time. we knew, like when, the, when like the everything hit the press before we knew all the other legal stuff coming after it, yeah. we were like, whoa, I thought she was really going to be in it to the end. Me too. I would say that was hands down the most shocking without context yes and again guys we didn't know what we know now we didn't know that's a fun question speaking of divorces oh my goodness the fourth attorney representing mr kanye west in his divorce from kim kardashian has officially stepped down samantha specter who was the fourth lawyer, filed a document to step down as his representation this week with not giving any listing, uh, any reason other than saying there was a reconcil- irreconcilable breakdown in the attorney-client 
relationship. Well, it sounds like he's having those with all the women in his life. I know. So he is cycling through lawyers. I'm sure he's very difficult to work with. Yes. Yes. Did I say something profound and no one original? <laughs> Did no one ever think of that before? Are you talking about the same Kanye I'm talking about? Because uh, I think he'd be a pleasure to know. work with. It feels like especially as it relates to divorcing Kim that he would make it a walk in the park. It's funny. I was listening to I was just like on a walk earlier and listening to him like you know my songs on shuffle and one of his like off the newer album came mm. up and it's <laughs> i couldn't even tell you what song it was because i haven't i haven't really dug into it yeah. i did buy it but i didn't really dig into it, it must be the one that you could buy so yes. not the one on a little tiny thing yeah not a little the... tiny player a little shower player yes. it's like a stem a, stem there yes. you go but it was basically like <laughs> you'll never you'll never match like you'll you'll how do we, how did he say it? It was like, you'll, you're nothing compared to my ex. Like there's nothing you could ever do. She's amazing. Like he's talking about Kim. Yeah. Kim being the ex. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And it's not a little like Julia Fox could be the person, but but I was just like, that's fun. I guess it's like, yeah, it's what you got to expect. You, you can't be dating artists and think you're going to get out of it. Scot-free. Like I have friends that like are dating people and the guys they're dating will be like, you're not going to talk about me. Like, on your blank 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 whatever it is and it's like mm, or if we broke up would you yeah like, mm, absolutely yeah that's what you signed up for yeah sorry A- every bit of it you that you had that information and we did not sign any paperwork yeah once i dated a guy and he was like maybe you don't tell people about, about this and i was like no this is a bell you can't unring <laughs> speaking of julia fox i watched her like little instagram makeup tutorial i love her she is so much a gift a gift and i laughed so hard because it's literally just like she's creating the most relatable content i've uh, i've ever seen and she literally is just like in her bathroom it's not fancy and she's doing her like but she keeps calling it the fox eye like that that specific makeup but she's just like talking and when um, she went to the grocery store in underwear <laughs> using blue jeans as a purse i was like <laughs> i love this woman she's having so much fun being newly famous and like we just don't have enough like weird celebrities anymore i feel good that i never for a moment didn't like her as soon as i saw her on on uncut gems i was like love this woman she's so beautiful can't get enough of her and then as soon as they were dating i was like absolutely love it i love everything about it she's being weird they're making out on the floor like I, I didn't like the relationship maybe but i was like i've always been on i want to say this i'll go down i'll die on the hill of julia fox oh i think she's amazing she said something very funny what is the name of the guy it's not the tyler show where he talks to dead people but is there tyler no- henry but she said maybe it was tyler henry she's like was just talking and something came up or she was like oh can you hear tyler henry in the background it's on tv and then she goes by the way tyler henry please have me on your show nobody has more dead friends than me (laughs) (laughs) and i laughed so hard she's amazing that must be i didn't even know that about her this is why i love her nobody has more dead friends than me and And she's like doing her makeup in the mirror and i was like this is a gem i really i really do feel like if you're if you're uh, if you're like listening you're like no she seems awful like Mm -mm. just think of her in like terms of like who is truly she's beholden to no one she's so free also her baby is cute and she's having fun and she's not a afraid i love her i also, hope she's here to stay i think she is i i i feel like big things coming and it makes me 
happy. Well, the la- this is a quick one that I, I I truly think that this has been the right move, but we're not diving into the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. And it's the right re- move for me because I have not watched any of it. I haven't kept up with it. My it's friend- like a cultural phenomenon happening that I'm like happily sidestepped. Because it's too... What were you going to say, your friend? I have a friend that's a paralegal that tells me like the... Like she's like, oh my God, are you watching this? I'm like, no. I absolutely understand on every level the fascination. Yes. And like it is not a judgment. And like I absolutely think it is like a, a, a huge cultural moment, legal mm-hmm. moment, what it means as it relates to me too, all of the things. But it is a little too dark for me. And yeah. we've said that before. But uh, so I have ta- tapped out of it. But I did watch a clip this week because Kate Moss testified via like Zoom. And we recall a few weeks ago when Amber Heard was testifying, she mentioned Kate Moss and then his lawyers were like, yes. Yes. And because that opened the gates for them to now call her to the stand, which is exactly what they did. And yes, she had said in this moment, Miss Amber Heard on the stand had said, in my head instantly, I think of Kate Moss in the stairs and I swung at him. So she had a brief testimony over video call and that she said she recalled slipping downstairs at a resort in Jamaica during the relationship, which lasted from 94 to 96. She said there had been a rainstorm. And as I left the room, I slid on the stairs and I hurt my back. He came running back to help me and carried me to my room and got me medical attention. He never pushed me, kicked me or threw me down the stairs. And I am only bringing it up actually not to like prove in any way in terms of the case I realized I don't think I have ever heard Kate Moss speak <laughs> and it was like just I was like so tickled by like yeah because she's British British and what, she how's it, it go let me read it I'm gonna read her line again let's see if I can do her little voice it's me, littler me 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 like, he never pushed me kicked me or threw me down any stairs it was like small and British. It was like, there'd been a rainstorm. And as I left the room, I sl- I'm doing my best. But it was like small and a little kind of cockney mm-hmm. feeling. But it's just kind of that more so like that. Cra- it wasn't even that she had a unique voice. It was just that thing where someone has been like a presence in your life. Yes. An image like a Marilyn Monroe, like kind of image of culture. And I was like, I, have, I don't think I've ever heard this woman literally say a word, which is crazy the power of just like her image yeah for her career i also think she's amazing because she is much like keith richards in that like she has done every fucking drug there is lived a life i don't i i kind of get the impression she's still living that life i fully believe it and it it is it is not quite taking its toll on her no she looks amazing she looks amazing she seems to have a great great career still like she's an actual like living icon it's crazy and it's so crazy i w- i think i we i was definitely a little young you know when they were a couple but i do remember like it was just iconic like johnny and and her and such a memory and anyways it, so truly no take on the trial i just was like riveted at hearing like Kate Moss opened her mouth. Well, we do have more news, which is Lisa, the Lisa Renner, <gasps> Kathy Hilton stuff. Oh, this is getting messy. Okay, so before the season started, Erica Jane had floated out there that Kathy had some some. Okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh yeah, and if you did. You can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up 
to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.